How many out there have thought that I don't know what to do? How am I going to do this? Where am I going to find help? Well, that was me. And my son has Batten disease, CLN8. I did not know what to do, did not know where to go, but I kept searching for answers. However, every day I saw my son get worse and worse from this debilitating disease. And as much as I had nothing but fear to go on, I continually searched for the answers to possibly save his life. And in that journey, I discovered that there are other people out there like me who need support, who just need a friend. That's where you are today, the Project Sebastian Podcast, where you too will find a community of support for all childhood diseases, where you'll be here, whether you're venting or just listening, sharing your stories on a podcast platform could be your new serenity. I know it was for me. So stay tuned. Coming up, another great story from the community of childhood disease. Thank you for listening. I can hear all your typing. I I literally just stopped. She was like, oh, he's going to be able to hear me typing. I can't type anymore. (laughs) That's okay. Okay, welcome to the Project Sebastian podcast, uh, where we actually talk to people that are affected in areas of childhood disease of all different types of variants and levels from uh, autism to Batten disease to everything that is uh, wrong with our children today. And my special guest today is Tracy Kirby. She is a family liaison and uh with the BDSRA, and we're so happy to have you on the show today. How are you today, Tracy? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's my pleasure. I appreciate uh, uh, what your organi- organization is doing currently and will be doing in the future. So can you tell us a little bit about what you do? Sure. So what I do specifically is I work with all of the families And that can be from the moment they have the diagnosis and they call and don't know what to do to they have lost their children some time ago and now they want to reconnect with the Batten community. Oh, I see. So, so you're, you're talking specifically about Batten disease. Yes. I see. Can you tell us what the, the BDSRA stands for? Absolutely. So it is Batten disease support and research association. Great. Awesome. So uh, for all the listeners out there, I came across the BDSRA about two years ago when we uh, started to figure out different um, for Sebastian. As you know, uh, all the viewers and the followers on our show know that Sebastian is suffering from Batten disease CLN8. Um, We were misdiagnosed very early on and lost a few years of uh, potential treatments and uh, pathways, and then uh, led the BDSRA, um, well, the BDSRA was uh, led to us by another family through the internet. And Tracy has been um, working there for now how long? I've been there a little over six years. That's right. So in your, in your current role as a family liaison, you 
you help other families understand what is going on or is there just like services as well? There's both. We, we, we let them know what's going on research-wise as there are 13 forms of batten disease and we have very promising research in many of them. And we also provide support services for the families. That's fantastic. And where are you guys based out of? Our office is in Columbus, Ohio. I see. So um, you've been there for six years. How long has this organization been uh, helping families? The organization was founded in 1987. So it's been around for 32 years. Wow. That's a, that's a long time. <laughs> yes, it is. And um, how did you uh, come to be a part of the family over there at the BDSRA? Um, oddly enough, I answered a want ad in a paper for just light office work. And it happened to be at this nonprofit and it fit really well. And I was full-time very soon after that. Wow. That's amazing. And, and, and you just answered an ad just because you needed a job or did you have an affliction? Did you have family members? Were you uh, affected by batten disease in any way? No, I was not affected by batten disease. And actually, um, we currently have a fully professional staff. The, it used to be run by volunteers who were batten parents. Um, and the ad was just for office work. So I didn't even know what I was applying for when I applied. Oh, wow. I see. And uh, since you now have the idea of what you actually are trying to accomplish here in this community, how do you feel about what you're doing? Um, I actually truly love what I do. It doesn't seem like work to me. Um, yes, I deal with a horrible disease and children who will pass away. But at the same time, I'm able to help the families in a variety of ways. And so that kind of balances that out. Mm. Can you discuss some of the ways that people may contact the BDSRA and ask for help? What do you, what do you, how does it work? Sure. So um, we have a website. It's BDSRA.org. You can go on there. All of our services are there. We talk about all the forms of disease, the research going on. There's a contact us link. There's also a link to our family conference. Um, you can also email me directly or call me and all of the contact information is on the website. That's fantastic. So what like a normal family calls you, obviously we're, we're freaking out. We have no idea what we're doing. We, we don't understand this disease. What do you do? How do you respond? Um, a lot of it is really just listening in the beginning because Although I don't have a child with batten, I, at this point, understand, um, you know, I understand grief because we've all lost somebody that we love. So I understand what that process is like. And the moment they Google it or learn another way that there's no cure, they're kind of already into that anticipatory grief, which is a bad place to be, but everyone's at it. So it's a lot of listening and then getting to know them and their family, their community, what needs they may have and then what we can do to help. And a lot of what we do is connecting them either with other families, connecting their doctors with other doctors, their therapists with other therapists. So that, yes, it's a rare disease, but we have a very large supportive community and I want them to be part of that. So you, do, you, do you direct them in different areas of uh, support other than the BDSRA, meaning like doctors or medication or uh, I know one family was um, looking for medical equipment. Is that something that can be done through the BDSRA? Yes. So we, we don't give medical 
information because we're not doctors. Um, it's against the law to do so, and that's what they have a medical team for. But on the other hand, if they're having issues, we can connect them or their doctor with another medical team that may have some information to help guide because most of the time the parents are the experts in this disease and they're yeah. educating the doctors. So we want to make that easy to do. Um, we do have an equipment exchange program where parents will want to pass on a piece of equipment because either they no longer need it, the child has passed away, or the child has just progressed on and they don't use it. And so we will um, quite often pay for shipping in between families so that equipment can still be put to good use. Wow, that's, uh, that's impressive. That's impressive. Now, do you, do you get uh, medical equipment through donations or, or do, you, do you fundraise to provide these services? Or how, I mean, I, I guess a better question would be, how does the BDSRA differ from other family foundations, you know, like Project Sebastian or, um, you know, those types of uh, beyond batten and, and, and right. So a family foundation is most often a group that's been put together to fundraise for research for a certain form because that's the form that their family has been afflicted with. What we do is provide support and fund research for all families with all 13 forms. Gotcha. And um, people can donate via your website or your link. At, yes, they nice. certainly can. And if they feel um, very strongly about where their donation goes, they can say they'd like it to go to support or to research or to conference. And we make sure that the funds go those certain places. Oh, that's, uh, that's awesome. I didn't know that we had an opportunity to direct funds. That's, that's actually. Yeah, absolutely. We have a lot of people that, you know, they, they really had a good family friend or their child may have had a certain form and they want to fund research in that form and they do that through us. So we, we're very aware and want to be sure that the family's desires are met as long as it legally can be capping. Right. Now, so do you, do you, do you have, um, donations coming in from other Batten disease or other organizations to help fulfill your mission? Yes, we actually, um, and especially our conference, which is coming up next month in Denver in July, um, most of the other organizations sponsor our conference because this is where all the families are, all the researchers are, clinicians, scientists, doctors. So they want to be a part of it and they know it's important to help it happened because we don't charge families to attend the conference. Um, the only thing they have to pay for is their hotel room and any meals they eat that are part of conference. So it, it costs a good amount of money to put it on, but we'd never want to charge a family because we know they're already going through enough. And for most families, this is their one vacation. We want to make it as nice as we can. Right. Speaking of the conference, uh, I will be there this year with Sebastian. Yes, I'm very excited to see you. <laughs> very excited to meet you too, and I'm very excited to to meet all these other families that I've been uh, talking on social media for the better part of two years. So I'm very excited to see what it's all about. Uh, it just it just worked out this well um, for us this year, being that it's closer to Colorado, and I have uh, friends over there that are going to be with us as well. So uh, it'll also be a nice little trip for Sebastian and I just to kind of get out of the the craziness of California, if one would say. Yes, California is rather crazy, <laughs> but I like it, but it's a little crazy. That's great. So Tracy, um, you have no, no affiliation or affliction 
with Batten disease as a whole, as you said earlier. So tell us a little bit about yourself. So uh, where were you born? What, what are you doing now? Are you married? What's happening? Um, I was born in Michigan. I currently live in Florida and I'm not married. I have two cats and <laughs> pretty much it. Okay. I, that's, that's great. And did, where did you go to, did you go to a college or uh, any yes, type of, both Michigan type of State. job? Yep. I went to Michigan State and Ohio State. Oh, wow. That's and great. And then before this job, I worked for 12 years for a restaurateur in Columbus, wow. which was wonderful because you learn a lot working with the, um, the public in that manner. I see. Well, that's, it's, that's amazing that it brought you to such a, a, a type of charitable cause in your life so far. And we're happy to have you. You know, I've heard a lot of great things about you um, for many different reasons, and uh, I can just hear them right now. But um, when you meet these families, Tracy, what is it like to watch these, uh, these parents meet you for the first time with their child that's you know, essentially dying on the inside, and there's really no cure at this point? How does that feel? Um, it's it's uh, two different things. Just like you, I'm happy to finally meet the person I've been talking with and emailing with for quite some time to see them in person and to meet them. And it's also sad because I know what they're going through and that they their thought is always on they're going to lose their child. And as I said before, we just try to be there to support, to help when we can, and so they don't feel like they're alone. Right. Yeah. It, it can be difficult. I mean, conference is a wonderful thing and I'm so happy that we do it. It truly is a family reunion for a bunch of people who never would have met each other except for this disease, but they're so happy that they have each other. It's, a, it's an unfortunate gathering, uh, but a very um, great connection to have. Um, I'm looking yes. forward to it. Can you tell us the dates of the uh, conference again? Yes, it is July 18 to 20. The information for that can be found on our website, and we are still accepting registrations. I see, and that's uh, on uh, www.bdsra.org, correct? That's it. So is there, there, there's, there's still time to get registration in? There's no cap limit, or do you have a limit? No. Um, we keep an eye on it as far as hotel rooms go. The, how many people come to conference itself is never capped out. It's more just keeping an eye on hotel and making sure it's never a problem. So we're always aware of it and able to come to join us. That's great. So there'll, there'll be um, – what type of activities could we – look forward to uh, in this conference and exactly what, what does the conference do for the BDSRA and the families that attend? So the conference is put together for the families. Um, it is, like I said, a place for them to come together. There's a lot of education that happens, but also a lot of good social time. It starts Thursday night with a welcome reception. Friday is an opening session. And then we have afternoon sessions on varying topics and the topics are often dictated by what families are talking about or issues we know they're having or things that are important at that time. Um, there will be a music therapy session. There is a session on fundraising. There is a CBD because one, we're in 
Colorado, but two CBD is very um, popular topic in in our world because all the children have epilepsy, so they all have seizures. Yep. Um, so things like that take place Friday afternoon. Friday evening, we have dinner and then a well-attended trivia match, which usually brings about 100 people. Oh, Saturday wow. is a lot of science. So it starts with um, science in the morning, people talking about what research is happening, where it's going. We have a poster session in the afternoon where posters are submitted. And if they are here, they will stand next to their poster and talk to the families and explain what's going on in the research. We also have sessions on Friday that are broken down by each type because CLN1 families go through things different than CLN3 families because the trajectories are different. So they meet by type and can kind of share their stories. And Saturday night is our dinner dance, which all of the children are either wheeled or walked into the banquet room. They're announced by name. They all get very large rounds of applause. And then we have dinner after that and then a dance following that. And it wraps up on Sunday with a um, celebration of life for those that we have lost to batten disease. Mm. Yes. And, yeah. And it, it's usually wraps up around 1130 or 12 on Sunday. That's great. I, uh, what type of activities for the children will you have there? I mean, imagine that these kids aren't going to sit through some of these events. These no. symposium. So there are two arms of that. Um, first, we have the siblings. We have anywhere from 50 to 70 siblings that come from the age of a year or two up to their mid-40s. They have their own conference within a conference where they have their own outings, their own sessions. Oh, cool. And then we have, yeah, so they don't have to sit with the parents and be bored. They do their own thing. And uh, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's, it's a good thing because these siblings often have to grow up too fast. Their friends don't understand what's going on. And so they're able to be with other people their own age that understand what's happening. So it's, it's really important that those, that happens for the children that are there. And then for the children with batten disease, we have childcare. Um, anytime there's a session, there's childcare. So basically all Friday and Saturday from nine to five and Sunday from eight to 1130, we have volunteers that come in that are generally nurses or aides for children with batten disease. We right. hire nurses to come in to make sure everything's going okay. And wow. we have rooms because we have an activity room, we have a movie room, we have a quiet room. So we can meet the needs of all of the children. Wow. That, that's, that was going to be my question. It's like, you know, am I really going to leave, you know, my son with a bunch of strangers? Right. Uh, even though that they're in the same room in the same boat in their disease and stuff like that. So that is very comforting comforting for me as a parent um, because you know as you've heard many times before I stress all the time about when's that seizure going to happen who's going to be there to help him and what is he going to do so um, you know that and the blindness is the most prevalent you know of these horrible um, symptoms of this uh, bigger disease so it's uh, it, it, it's really nice to hear that you guys are actually going above and beyond and thinking about um and, and taking all the guesswork out. So it's it's truly impressive, Tracy, I must say. Thanks. It, it takes a very large team to put this together, but we know it's important for the community. So we want to make sure that's done and that it's done right and it's done safely. Oh, that's great. That's great. So you, um, you'll be there along with uh, other staff members, possibly? 
Yes, uh, the entire staff is there. There are three of us, three full-time. That is who runs this. Um, Noreen Murphy will be there, and our executive director, Tana Batiste, will be there as well. Oh, sounds like it's going to be a great weekend. weekend. I'm looking forward to it. Um, there's a lot of great topics I want to investigate. Uh, um, you know, the siblings uh, really just stuck out in my, uh, in my cross because we did a podcast with Gage Valona. Uh, Sebastian's younger brother, and you can catch it on um, the Project Sebastian uh, podcast. Uh, and you scroll down there on iTunes and find it, and just click on Gage Valona. It's so gut wrenching and so emotional. You know, you think you think you know what your child is feeling about your other siblings or your other children or your family, but man, you give them a microphone and they just throw up all over you. I mean, we were both crying. It's crazy. It is. And so this is a place for them to let that out where they can feel safe. Um, the conversations are never shared with the parents. It's, it's a truly a safe place because I can't imagine what it'd be like to have a sibling with any rare disease, much less this rare disease. So it's, yeah. uh, it's also great that you did that with him because I'm sure, as you said, you, you thought you knew, but you, you learned a lot and that's <laughs> what we, uh, this, you know, it's, something, it's, something it's a good thing. I want to know, but I, I'm glad I do now. You know. I mean, yeah. But that that sounds to me like it's going to be a great weekend. Uh, other topics of CBD. I'm a huge proponent of CBD. Have been in that business since uh, about 2012, uh, creating other drugs for other companies, and that we're we're actually back in the business with uh, some NDC numbers with some topical creams and CBD. Uh, so I'm very excited to share that with you when I see you and maybe give you a sample of uh, non-THC, of course. Uh, but, uh, uh, you know, I, I got to tell you, I'm just smiling right now, Tracy. Thank you so much for giving me a I know you're so busy, and uh, we do appreciate you on the Project Special Podcast. I'm very happy to be able to be part of it and to share what we do. So thank you very much. I look forward to it. Uh, so there you go. Everybody, you have now heard Tracy Kirby, uh, pretty much family advocate for Batten disease, uh, all variants. And uh, you'll, uh, if you're going to Colorado uh, the weekend of July 18th, um, be sure to, to look for her and she'll be happy to help you and get you situated out there. I, for one, will be there uh, Friday morning uh, celebrating Sebastian's birthday. He'll be 16 that weekend. So it'll be a great little uh, double celebration of life, uh, not only to see the other children, but to also, you know, give Sebastian a nice little birthday uh, out there in Colorado, <laughs> if you will. So I appreciate everybody listening, tuning in. You can uh, reach out to Tracy uh, Kirby at www.bdsra.org and uh, click on the info and uh, they will get back to you as soon as possible. So thank you very much. We appreciate you, the listener. We appreciate our guest, Tracy. And we'll be back next week when we talk about yet another terrible childhood disease. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Take care. <laughs>